Thank you for listening to this program. In the Old Testament, Joel is uh, a prophet that wrote before the captivity, before Christ, obviously. But he was talking about, and the Lord wrote through him and said things about the people of God then, the Jewish people, and what would happen in this and that and all that did happen to them and the kingdom that they were promised and lost and all these things, how that applies to them. And so I wanted to read a verse, though, that I know has been heard. I, I don't think I ever run across anybody who hadn't heard. I will restore to you the years that the locusts have eaten, and the cankerworm, the caterpillar, the palmer worm, the great army that I sent among you. See, and I think, well, I didn't hear that part in the quote there. I just hear, and I've always heard that, and I'm not saying it's not right. It is. I will restore to you the years that the locusts have eaten. I, I, when I've heard preachers say that, I know they meant, and they said, for us, uh, I don't know how exactly. Sometimes people don't explain what they mean, but whatever's lost, he'll restore it to you. Well, yeah, but I did want to look at what this means in the way of to them and and then to us. And analogy, it's one thing to say, well, this is written to show only this truth about us today. No, it, it can be by analogy, you can, like a parable, say it's like that. Like Paul did that in the Corinthians. And the people in the old time in the wilderness, they were overthrown. Us now going to the promised land, which is being right with him and in, in our heart and, and serving. And we can be overthrown, obviously, and can be. And so to them then or to us, this applies in that I will restore to you what the locusts have eaten. Joel starts out here saying, Tell, hear this, you old men. <laughs> I, I wake up there in verse 2. Uh, the word of the Lord came unto Joel, and he said, Hear this, ye old men. Give me your ear. Tell the children about this. That which the palmer worm has left, the locusts have eaten. That which the locusts left, the canker worm eaten. And that which the canker worm left, the caterpillar ate. Awake, all ye that are drunk, because the end has come, as it were. And they were just about to go into captivity. And that's happened, that happened a couple of times, then it will happen one final time. And then that's where he says over here in chapter 3, in those days then, I will gather all nations and bring them down and... That's the battle of Armageddon, as it were, and that's when it's all finished and it's all settled. And he does restore to them the kingdom that uh, they had and lost or not, but he restores to what was taken from them. And the teaching is that would apply to us and to them is what Paul was saying. And Peter said, be very careful of your position in him. He's the kingdom. Uh, really, the king is the kingdom. And your place, he said, the eternal kingdom. And the thousand-year kingdom on the earth is the final day of mankind. 
but in, in on the earth as it were and and there'll be a new heaven and new earth but th- this earth and heaven that will be the last thousand the last day as it were of that and he will rule over it and the people his, his people uh will be established the jewish nation again and people will live and and who knows how many billions of people will live during that thousand years when almost no one dies, if if anyone, a murderer, I guess, at a hundred, I don't know, but but as it were, nobody does. So you could, I don't know how you'd even figure how many people, but the earth will be restored and will be able to support that. But here, they they have lost everything, uh, time and again, and so the real ultimate way to look at it was they were restored and uh but thrown out again captivity second time and so in the last time they'll be brought back i'll bring again judah and jerusalem but i'll gather all nations against them and that's the end then when he brings them back together they are on the earth believers jews gentiles and all that uh, whatever but it's still the promise to them is kept in the way that the kingdom is here, like Adam and Eve, the promise given. I will, I'll, and he did. He was born and lived, and, and he will do that. And that time comes. And so for them, they would say, on the earth in that day, for that thousand years, he has restored to us. Like he said, I'll put you back and all that as head nation, and you'll rule. And we'll have a part of that as from a spiritual aspect. And it's really something, the the idea. But he told Peter and James and John, I'll show you the Son of Man coming in the power of his kingdom before you die. And they saw him translated uh, and transfigured. And that's him. He is the kingdom. So when he comes and rules the earth, yeah, he does what he's telling them. I'll restore you and all that. So then after that, what happens? Well, the great day of judgment happens. And that's where John said heaven and earth. There wasn't a place found for anything anymore. All that there was was the spirits of angels and men and Christ and the Father and the great day of judgment. Then that and we have a part of the kingdom the earthly kingdom for a thousand years if we do if we're faithful and that's that's a different uh, uh, teaching to us that but that that is the greatest to least and among uh, us today and then but in him in the eternal kingdom it'll be your place in him is greatest to least like paul said about the body of christ little member or, or a important the eye or the ear and or the little toe or the little finger and and so all that'll be restored but our place in him put it simply when he said the promise of the spirit that is the restoration as it were we're given what we didn't have anyway but has been taken we were ungodly when we were made he was crucified before the foundation of the world, as in God so loved the world, mankind. He had to give us of his spirit and give it to a little God that would never die, but could, could completely turn away from him. So in that way, he was crucified before the foundation of 
anything for that matter, but as you know, the spirit of man, especially. <clears throat> so when he then rules the earth and that's done, that completes part of that. But to me, then the analogy is what he says here is what I just said to them as a people will be done in the thousand years that will happen. But after that, then, like Peter said, then that's the thousand-year kingdom. But really worry about the eternal kingdom, your position in that kingdom. That's what you should look at. And if we do, then we know that our place there, he would say, and he did, he's, I give you myself, a measure of the Spirit. Here you are. Here's a dollar. You, that's it. That's restored. Now, when it comes judgment day, well, I only got, only made, uh, I didn't make any, I broke even, lost a little or made a little or something. But we didn't, our, he, it, he gave us what he gave us and that's enough. But what we do with it is our choice. And that's why he said, if you don't, I'll give it to someone else. It will be how I say. It's just our choice is what we. So that's a little bit confusing, but not really. I mean, uh, it's, that's his grace and mercy. But still, we will be restored to the point and given what we was what's taken from us. We were dead in sin, everything. We had no life at all. Nobody does until he lives in you. And that is the restoration to me. And then it plays it out in the way of during the kingdom for the earthly and the spiritually, the heavenly. And after that, in the new heaven and earth is the eternal kingdom where it will be all him, all spiritual, all divine. All of us will be one and then I think even in heaven today, they would say and no, they would have to know, oh, no, it's not over. We're not finished. It's not at all finished. He has to, he'll return to the earth and rule the earth. And then after that, that'll do it, won't it? No, after that's the new heaven and earth. And we're all waiting for that day when he says, look, I've made all things new. And... um. One last thing, and I, I don't want this to make it take too long, but I remember on the farm, right before that, <laughs> I'm sorry, but I, right before the verse, I will restore to you the years, the crop, the and your floors will be full of wheat and fat will overflow and wine and oil. And he says before that, the Lord your God will give you the former, he's given you the former rain, and it'll come down the former rain and the latter rain. You may have heard that, the former and latter rain. Well, in dry land farming, I remember we did irrigation farming. But dry land farming, I always wanted to be a dry land farmer because I thought, well, they don't, they don't do the same amount of work because they plant the seed in the ground and trust the first rain will come pretty soon in the spring. And it gives the seeds enough moisture to sprout and break ground and put down a root or two. And then... If it's any rain at all, that little plant will make it through the summer. It may be only half as big as it would be if it got a lot of rain, depending on the rain it does get. But the latter rain, it, right before when a crop or any plant is making fruit, when it comes time for it to produce fruit, it takes a lot uh, of energy, and it needs air, uh, light, and water, and all, uh, all of it. It needs 
that and so I remember if you got a rain right when the peanuts were making, they'd call it, they're producing, well then that, that was helpful. But then you wanted it to dry up and let you get in and you, you didn't want rain during harvest because it would could ruin the harvest or make it to where you couldn't get in the field. So anyway, I'm just saying that's with the new creature, the former rain, the to the life he gives us, then do we do with that then that will determine the fruit we produce and have and that's his love he says there in john that's the fruit of the spirit that's that's all there is so we can have more or less of that depending on our choice and what we give up will be given to someone else in the way of our place in him so it's something really really that paul said i'm begging you to think about it but the lord here is telling them I will restore to you. And that's for us what it's hard. He will give us, he gave us what we had, everything. We're complete in him. And if we lose and don't come through with but 60-fold or 90, well, that's not his fault. It's our fault. And he will be true. He's faithful. We may be unfaithful, but he's not. So then this will still be true. And you'll know that I am the Lord your God, and you will never be ashamed again. And he's prophesying to them, Joel is, before the captivities, way on down. And now it's still there's one final captivity to come uh, under the Antichrist and all that. And it'll be the final time when these things will happen. And by analogy, though, I wanted to say to us today, he will, this applies to us in, like Paul in Corinthians, it applied to them, so it applies to us today. And he will give to us what we have coming, what my works are with me to give unto every man according to his heart. I, oh, that I wanted to read that over here, and I'll be done. Uh, in Joel 2, well, the chapter we're in, but verse 12. Therefore, also, the Lord says, well, I, the verse before that, the Lord will utter his voice. His, He is strong, and his word is very great and terrible. Who can stand? Who can no, you can't stand against the judgment of God. Therefore, also now, says the Lord, turn you to me with all your heart, with fasting and with weeping and with mourning. Tear your heart, not your garments. Remember Paul and Barnabas, they tore their garments. That was something the high priest did to show that, well, he's saying, no, the, the feast and all, I don't need that. I need your heart. Rend your heart. Circumcision is of the heart. And turn unto the Lord your God, for he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger, great kindness. You will know that I am the Lord your God, and I've dealt wonderfully with you, and you'll never be ashamed. That's after the day of judgment, when all things are made right and restored, as it were. And now look, all things are and he said that in the beginning with Adam and Eve in the garden. And he promised them. And he said in Titus, eternal life was promised before the foundation of the world. 
Who was before the foundation of mankind or the angels or the Father and Son? They were in eternity past. And I don't think for a minute the Son doubted the Father, but he did, I think, in a way. Who was there to promise who what? Eternal life was promised before the foundation. I promise you. Because he was asked to give his life, the Lord, die, as in the Spirit of God being broken. Never happened. Never, and never will and never ha again. But it did. And he was saying, I'll do that. And the Father, it will work. And he knew it would. But I don't know. It, it's it's uh, like Peter said, that not easy to understand. But I will restore to you. And I believe when he came into my heart that day, he restored everything. He restored me to life. I, di I didn't have a life. I didn't know life. He restored me in the way he brought me to life and gave me everything. Now, what I've done with it, <laughs> I'm uh, ashamed of that. But I still have today, like he said, while it is today. Harden not your heart. Just you and him. Look at it that way. Just you and him. How would that be? Well, it'd be perfect. I wouldn't have no problem. Well, yeah, you can look at it that way, despite the people. He did that. He, he was who he was, despite the people around him. So he lives in us, and if we could die to self and be him just for two minutes, then we would experience that just being him. Him as me. It's me, but... All that is so true. And you will eat in plenty and be satisfied and say, God has dwelt, uh, dealt uh, wonderfully with me and I'm not ashamed. Like John said, be confident when he appears or when you appear before him, either one, both. Uh, be confident and not be ashamed. And that's talking about John and what he was love. And, and, and I don't want to be ashamed before him so I'm trying to hear I guess what I'm saying this means to me thank you for listening to the program